0: And uh, we're in our, like I said, our sixth week of I Heart SA. That we are, uh, we are in the middle of embracing not just this little one-time concept that we maybe should do something good for somebody else, but this fact that we have an assignment. We have an assignment to love everyone that we come in contact with. Everybody, everybody. I have an assignment to love the person that pulled out in front of me at full 55 miles an hour on Knickerbocker coming back from the airport. I have an assignment to love that guy and not lay on my horn, and I didn't. And I braked and I let him get in and just be a part and help, help spread some love. We have an assignment to love, to love everybody, and this loving our neighbors thing is not just this warm feeling that we have and we, that we keep to ourselves. Folks, this is going to require some something, and we've been looking at those somethings over and over again each week, and this week, it's going to require that we be willing to say something encouraging. You ever just need a little bit of encouragement? You ever just wake up in the morning and just wish that somebody would tell you, hey, it's, it's going to be all right? Guess what? Tomorrow's going to be Monday, and you're going to make it. I'll give you that in advance. Hang on. It is just the case that, that sometimes we just need some encouragement. We just need to be built up, and that's our assignment as the body of Christ. And, and what I want us to do is for us to be awake. And I think most of us are. We're, 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 we're here. We're here having church in a the movie theater. I think most of us are pretty aware that as Christians in general, we may not have. The best reputations on the planet, but we are going to make an ass- having to ass- embrace the assignment to begin to do our part to shift that. I got a little bit of video that shows some real, true things of some questions that people have asked online. God most High it's you we seek and shine your light for all to see oh God it's you we need give I think you agree with me. We don't want to be that. We don't want to be that. That's not our goal when we get up out of the in the morning. We don't, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be classified as that or, or, help, or help create somebody's angst towards believers. But when it's all said and done, ultimately what we don't want to be is that last one. Unlike Christ. We want to be like Christ. That's what we're called to be as believers. And folks, one of the easiest places for us to be able to begin to engage on this is this what i'm talking about right now i understand that making some room in your schedule to to go and do some that that can begin to challenge and you have to take some time i even understand that it begins to take some time to work into your budget if your budget's tight it's tight i get it and and to be able to to develop a generous spirit i I understand that sometimes that even takes some finagling and and some and some work and may even take a, a little bit of time but you know what this one just just choosing to open our mouths and encourage somebody and say something and build somebody up. We can all do that today. We can all do that now. I understand that some people, it, it comes a little more easily to I understand that. I'm wired everybody has some different love languages. I'm wired that my love language is, is touch closeness and words of encouragement. So therefore those things mean a lot to me, all my birthday wishes and all that stuff, it meant, it meant a lot to me. All of those things mean a lot to me. And so consequently me <coughs> having words of encouragement isn't a real hard thing necessarily for me to do. And I understand that doesn't come natural to everybody. I understand other people speak love in, in, in different formats, but when it's all and down, we have the thoughts. We have the thing where we appreciate people, where we recognize somebody went above and beyond, where, where we're just thankful that somebody's still in our lives. We're just thankful that that things maybe went even better than or or less bad than they could have gone. Sometimes that's it's good to be thankful for that, that the wheels could have come off worse in this situation. And somebody didn't fly off the handle as much as they normally do. And we can be appreciative of that. There's a number of different things, but we have to embrace this concept. The Galatians five, that verse we looked at on the video, (coughs) 13 through 14 says, you, my brothers, we're called to be free, but don't use your freedom to indulge in the sinful nature. Serve one another in love. The entire law is summed up in the single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. And Hebrews 3.13 just pushes us so perfectly in this direction. Encourage one another daily. Daily. Most of us need it every day. Yesterday's compliments are gone. Yesterday's little boosts are gone. We, most of us, need it every day. And this encouragement, we call this, this message alphabet soup because of being, being nourished by words. This encouragement, it nourishes our soul. It reminds our, our, our mind, our will, and our emotions of, of the good that God has for us. The, the Bible tells us whatever is pleasing and, and a whole list of wonderful things to think on those things. That, that, that's encouraging to us. And so we have to do that. But encourage one another, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. How do you end up with cynical Christians? It's sad, but it happens all the time. That should be like an oxymoron. It shouldn't go together, but it happens. How do you end up with cynical believers? People who are passionate and love with God at one point in their lives, and then things are just not... It started that they simply got Discouraged on some form and all of a sudden that just leads to this domino effect that then this hardening of our hearts encouragement true blessings that's really speaking life over somebody it begins and the first time you sit, they may look for the other shoe to drop why are you buttering me up what do you want i've had that before or i've just spoke laugh them. And like, what, do you, what do you want from me nothing I just wanted to tell you that all right that's weird or the the one that the the kids would say awkward and uh, but uh, but we just have to embrace it anyways because that's what penetrates and, and begins to speak in we have to make a decision to use our words to build people up we have to make a decision for it and they do they make a difference 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact that you are doing. That's building up. We want people to grow. We want people to take go to the next level. We want people to embrace this concept of maturity. And folks, if nothing else, that's what Celebration Church is about. That's what we're about. We've we've stated from the beginning that our one thing for us to fellowship together and be connected together, we don't even all have to to agree on Christ right out of the bat. That's where we're going. Make no bones about it. But you know what? If somebody's just willing to come and say, "Look, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to be willing to to move forward. I'm willing to just have an open mind toward this Jesus thing." You're welcome here. That's cool. That's awesome. That's a move forward concept. And we want to do this move forward thing, and most of us need it as encouraging. It's amazing that just this past couple of days, it'll happen today with professionals that they have the cheerleaders out there. Get them, rah, rah, rah. Get going. You can do it. All these different things. But honestly, on the professional level, on any level, what's the, the greatest source of encouragement? Is it the pom poms? Sorry, ladies that do that. No. It's the crowd. The Bible refers to it as a great crowd of witnesses in Hebrews. That's letting us know that, this, that walking in faith and moving forward, this thing works. But we have to understand that that's this, this encouragement. That's this thing that builds us up. You may not be able to tell it by looking at me, but uh, I am a 132nd uh, Native American. Blackfoot, Indian. Yes, 132nd. In some tribes, I, that's enough to get benefits, folks. They'd let me vote. I could be a tribal member, sit on the council. No peace pipes though. And uh, thank you. And uh, but the, the Blackfoot Indians, the Blackfoot Indians uh, had a, a thing where they would they were a very warlike people, and uh, so as their young men, as they're wanting them to step up into manhood, well, at some point every young man has his first battle. And has his first day. Well, as they would do it, they would want to want to get these guys to embrace that they really wanted to to go out and to have their first battle. But they took a totally different approach to it. They took an like approach to it. What they would do is actually give them these demeaning nicknames, and they carried these demeaning nicknames until they performed well in battle. And as soon as they performed well in battle, they got a good name. And so what you'd have is you know, especially was. You know how young they were, then you'd have some young brave out there, you know, that's being called Running Mouth or, or Small Feather or, or, <coughs> or, or something like that. Sleeping Bear instead of something. And so when they go out and they're demeaning them, and everybody kind of they call them that and use that against them to try to, to try to somehow beat them down to step up. That's not what we're called to do. That's not what we're called to do. We're not, that's why at Celebration Church, we're not going to pound on you when your are mistakes. The Holy Spirit, even when the Holy Spirit brings, us, it's reminding us that we're free from that, that we're in Christ, and we don't have to be we don't have to be shackled for that, and we can move forward. We're not going to stand up here and just and just beat people down for not for not acting good and doing all this kind of stuff. We're going to talk about the fact that God is carrying us forward. See Proverbs. 1821 says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. That love is that, is that recognizing its value, appreciating it, holding it dear. Holding it dear. And sometimes the greatest act of love you can do is to make sure you don't say the wrong thing. I've shared before with me wrecking my Mustang and my dad taking great, great efforts of taking me to my grandmother's house and and going to the mountains to make sure that he was away from me while he cooled down so he did not say the wrong thing. Our words are powerful. We, We have to make sure and use them correctly. We want to build people up, not tear people down, especially those that are closest to us. Colossians 2 says, my purpose is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding. What are we about? Knowing God better and trusting Him more? That's what we talk about. That is our definition of living a life of faith, of knowing God and and taking Him at His word, trusting Him. Here this encouraging thing helps us to have a complete understanding of the riches of Christ in order so that we may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I think that's why the enemy has such an assignment to keep people beat down and discouraged and upset and feeling worthless. Because if we can get on the opposite end of this encouraging thing, then our growth and our understanding of who God really is gets gets whacked. We don't understand anymore. We don't grow in it anymore of the fullness of who our awesome Savior is. Ephesians 4 says, Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And don't grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed for by the day of redemption. Look at how these are connected. If we, if our if ultimately the whole thing can be wrapped up, folks, in loving God and loving others, the whole law, all of it, then obviously I think we would embrace the fact that bad mouthing God would grieve the Holy Spirit. I don't think we'd have any problem with that. Just running off blasphemous at the mouth, God the blood blah blah deam, boom. That would just that we would embrace that would grieve the Holy Spirit. But look where this where he so that's that's a that's a common thing. Look at where we have this grieve the Holy Spirit in connection with. What's it in connection with? It's whenever we're not using our words to build up others. We begin to tear other people down. We begin to do those things that grieves the holy spirit this that god gave the heavens best for and then we're going to demean them and make them worthless in our minds and be our talk plant seeds that they're worthless in somebody else's mind no no i'm telling you there's something bigger in us there's something bigger in us than this we don't want to do that so guess what we get, all, get rid of all bitterness and rage. I love how flippantly <laughs> he writes that. Oh, yeah, just get rid of all bitterness and rage. Anybody's ever dealt with some bitterness? Is it that easy? I'm bitter. I'm bitter to the core. Oh, yeah, I'll get rid of it. No, ain't that easy. Yeah, I'll kick this out. I love, but, the, but it's, it's, it's important. All bitterness and rage and anger and brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. All this stuff that's the opposite of loving one another, all this hatred towards one another, ditch it. Be kind and compassionate to, no, to one another. And here's the old secret sauce right here forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. that same way that's where the bitterness gets dealt with say okay yeah preacher it's just as easy to forgive as it is to ditch bitterness i'm not saying it's easy but i'm saying with god all things are possible and it is the other thing we need to understand is that true encouragement is more than mere words folks it's bigger than mere words first john three eighteen says dear children do not let your love Do not let us love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. That's that thing of not just say, "Ooh, I love you and go on. This thing of encouragement, this thing of encouragement is sitting there and, and, and building up the core nature of who God created that person to really be. So that means speaking to that. If somebody's called and gifted in a certain area, speak to that. For me to have some sort of this true place of truly loving somebody with with my words in the area like with Nat, who's gifted in worship. It's not just to say, Nat, love you, man. But it's, Nat, you're called and you're gifted and you're anointed in this role and we appreciate what you do here. That's that building each other up. That's that using your word on that level. Speak to that God piece of it on the inside and build that up. Recognize it. I'll tell you what, spouses... You don't begin to see the crusty stuff and the stuff ungodly begin to diminish. Speak life over that stuff, That those glimmers of God that are already there. Speak life there. Build it up. I'm telling you, all of a sudden that will begin to grow up and the rest of that stuff will begin to fall off. No, it doesn't happen overnight. Not it's not one throw, one little compliment at it. It didn't work. Preacher's a liar. I'm out of here. And, uh, no. It's this lifestyle. It's building it up. It's building it up. So this encouragement, folks, it instills life. It instills life and strength. 1 Thessalonians 3.2 says, we, <coughs> we sent Timothy, <coughs> who is our brother and God's fellow worker, in spreading the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you in your faith. Two different times and two different places, Tychicus is sent specifically to encourage Tychicus is sent twice to encourage timothy is sent to encourage you want to embrace your role as a minister of god encourage you can do that wherever most of us are on facebook Boop, just send a little thing i challenge you go on your facebook the little list of people that are sitting there right there your little friend list little, like eight or ten or however many it is just encourage those i'm gonna encourage them just just encourage just encourage and sometimes you need to. Sometimes you just maybe even need to decide to encourage yourself. I love that years ago that we were cleaning out the garage and doing all this stuff, and and of course, anytime you do that, you stir up dust. Dust gets stirred up. Weston sneezes. We're all busy. We're all focused on other stuff. Heard the sneeze, but didn't hear the sneeze. And uh, so all of a sudden, Weston waits, waits, and then says bless me and goes on about his business he's waiting for somebody to do it and we just never picked up on it so finally he decided to do that i'm not going to read the whole passage here but i've given it to you in your notes here in in first samuel 30 but we have a pivotal moment for david we have a place where david almost dies he has the worst day of his recorded life it's just horrible He goes out, him and his guys are out doing their thing. They come back, and while they're gone, all of their wives and children have been kidnapped. All their stuff has been stolen, and their city, where all of them lived, is burned to the ground. Bad day. Bad day. Everybody has been, everybody has kidnapped. They're all gone. They've got nothing. No families, no houses, no stuff. Nothing. His buddies, 400 of them that ride with him, they're ticked. They're like, this is your fault, David. You're our leader. We're done with you. And we're going to kill you. We're done. David's been purposing to follow God this whole time. And I love it what we see here in verse 6. It says, but David was greatly distressed. So he's not being Mr. All Smiles and Sunshine. Woohoo, guys, it's going to be okay. He's distressed. It's jacked him up too. He's upset too. Because the men were talking about stoning him and each one was bitter in his spirit because of his sons and his daughters. Forget the houses, forget the stuff. My kids are gone, my family's gone. This is the stuff that movie plots are made of. This is just gut-wrenching, stuff. And here we see it. This is what helps us understand what it means to be a person after God's own heart. But David found strength in the Lord his God. King James says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. David began to draw on God all by himself. Everybody else was against everybody. He lost all his stuff, all his friends. Everybody's going to kill him. He's alone. And in his distress, he knew he had to be strengthened and encouraged. Folks, we need this. We need this from each other. We need this for ourselves. Hebrews 10, 24 says, let us consider That's that think about, ponder on it, plan, scheme, figure it out, make it happen. Let us consider how we may spur one another towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. One of the main purposes for us getting together in groups, whether it's small groups, and you ought to be in a small group, or bigger groups like this, or just having lunch with another believer or whatnot, is for us to encourage each other. Don't quit meeting with other believers, and on whatever level you do it, keep that going. <clears throat> All the more as you see the day approaching. See, folks, we are created. We're created to know God and to help others to know Him too. And God works. He does. He works through us by speaking life, folks, into others and showing his love to a hurting world. You want to get you want to get beat up? You want to get man you just go out and just get out of bed and the world to beat your teeth in. We're called to be on the other side of the spectrum, folks. We're called to encourage each other and build each other up. The people in your life are going to give you plenty of reasons for you to jump in and help the world beat their teeth in. And we have to make a decision that we 're not going to do that, that we 're going to speak life and love and encourage and see those god pieces in people and speak into that, see it grow and flourish that is what we 're called to do today we're we've got it where we 've made it easy for you to put this into practice. We email and those are wonderful, we Facebook and those are great, but hardly any more do we write it 's almost a lost art, dying thing and uh Sorry, these papers do not come with spell check. So if you're spell check dependent, like me, you may need to type it, make sure it's spelled right, and then write it. But on your way out, we've got some cards. Some just blank on the inside. On the outside says you matter. And uh, what I, do, I, wanna, I want to do, uh, I want to, I want to, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to grab some of them, and to just have them with you. And whether you know exactly who you need to write, or, and it doesn't take long. It, it could be one sentence. Hey, I was thinking about you. you, you mean the world to me. Or maybe it's something a little longer. But I want to encourage you to get some of those. Write on it, it's got an envelope. You'll have to pay for the stamp, I don't have those for you. And, and, and mail it off to somebody, encourage somebody. We've got those and you can grab those on the way out. You can grab as many as you want. Just grab a handful or whatever. And I just, we just want to put them out there. Let's just encourage some people this week. Let's just do it. Let's just begin to on purpose make it a pattern and a habit. You know what? The greatest place, the greatest place where this begins to well up so naturally is when we have embraced the forgiveness we've received. We've already said that we're to forgive others like Christ has forgiven us. And that concept is totally foreign to us if we haven't said yes to Jesus to begin with. We we can't walk in that if we are not in that. So this morning, we want to make sure that if anybody's here and they need to say yes to Christ, let's do that. Let's not postpone that at all. Let's do that. So I'd appreciate if everybody kind of bow your heads.